Hi, it's Joanna Oki here and welcome back to Talking Law, a podcast brought to you by our commercial legal practice, Aspect Legal. Now, welcome back to another episode with Wayne Schmidt, one of the men behind the launch in Australia of the accounting software Zero. In our previous episode, episode 73, Wayne gave us the inside story on Zero's journey from being a New Zealand accounting startup to being a billion dollar market leader in the Australian accounting space. But today we're taking quite a big shift. After Wayne's successful stint with Zero, he and his wife Sally made the decision to sell off everything they owned and packed up their life in a few suitcases to travel the world and create high impact giving in helping make the world a better place. So if you're interested in learning about the importance of building giving into your business model and how you can go about doing that without taking too much focus away from your day-to-day business activity, you'll certainly love this episode. So sit back, relax, and we'll jump right into it. listening to Talking Law, the podcast where business owners just like you discover how to avoid legal landmines and build value using smart legal tips. Join your host, Joanna Rokey, as she cuts through the legal jargon and gives you clear and simple actionable legal strategies, which will get you optimal business results. Maybe launch into talk a, a little bit about what you are doing now, Wayne. So, other, other than traveling the world, what what are you doing? Um, you know, from a business and a life perspective, I guess. So, so what we did fundamentally is, you know, when we decided to travel, you know, we packed our house up and everything happened in three weeks. Sold cars, packed houses, everything got done. Boom. And something's happened for a reason. I've decided. I'm a big fan of karma really big fan of karma and and you'll find that I think as you get older that's probably just more a maturity thing that as you just get older you feel karma exists and before we'd gone traveling so in November last year so November 2017 there was a, a, a I saw a tweet from a friend of mine Clayton Oates he did a tweet about this these guys called the minimalists and they're coming to Australia and he says oh I've registered to go to this and, and I went the minimalists, you know, and I'm a consumer, you know, can I have the most shiniest new toy there is? Like, is there a newer, shinier one than the one I just bought five minutes ago? I'll buy that. So then I went, oh, okay, I'll book it, the minimalists, whatever. Go on this holiday, three week, three months later, we decide we're going to leave our jobs. And when we come back in that three-week period is right when we went to see the minimalists, which is talking about living a minimalist life. Couldn't happen at a better time. So we sat there and I went, you know, we were thinking there was two hippies kind of like come out and they're in sneakers, they're all black, and they're really hip and they're cool. And we're talking about living a minimalist life, which is what we end up doing. And we kind of like now live, I've got my nice one white shirt um, that I wear. Um, I have one pair of jeans, everything else because I live in warm weather shorts. And we've now living a minimalist life, which doesn't mean I don't like my nice shiny things. It's just how much... Do you need? So we went through before we left. We it culled our wardrobe. So the first thing was anything we didn't wear for a year that went to charity. So anything, well, it actually didn't go to charity. We handed that down to our friends. So 
uh, Sally's family are dressed in some very good designer clothes. <laughs> uh, they're wearing some very nice Jimmy Choo shoes. So anything we didn't wear for a year, hadn't worn a year, that got passed down. Then we did another cull and then another cull. And then uh, we ended up packing our life up into five suitcases, which we left at Sally's parents' place. So two big suitcases and three little small suitcases. That's our life when we, if we ever come back to Australia. And then we left with two suitcases, which we then decreased again and sent another box home because we did a, another cull of did we have we worn this since we've been travelling? No, okay, send it back. Um, and then I've realised buying the shiny things. You know, I've had the shiny torch. I've had my Aston Martin. You know, like I've had, I've lived that lifestyle. You know, we had his and her Aston Martins. I kid you not, we did. I had the convertible, and Sally had the hardtop. Brand <laughs> you know, new. You know, I just sit there going, "That's the price of the average house in Australia." Um, and we got two of them. And did it really make us happy to what we're doing? And so then we had this fundamental change of what was starting to make us happy. And so that's where I'd been part of um, B1G1, which is business for good, which is always, it's about building into your business model um, giving. So it makes a point of differentiation. Um, simplest way, way to explain business for good, B1G1, is this. If you're a coffee shop, um, normally you have a maybe a loyalty card and, you know, every fifth coffee, every time I buy 10 coffees, I'll get one free. But you're like every other coffee shop down the street. They all do the same process. You all do the same thing. You have the same cards. You all click it. It's exactly the same thing. Imagine if your coffee shop said, hey, instead of a free coffee, we will give water for a year to a child. Now, which one would you probably choose, your loyalty, the one that gives you the free coffee or the one that gives water to a child for a year? Probably the one that gives water. And that's the whole B1G1 fundamental is building um, giving into your business model. So we realised that and when we left Australia, we had no company, had nothing. We just had some money we'd saved up, um, which we then proceeded to spend because I'm good at spending it, but don't worry. So good at that. <laughs> yeah, well, we've heard about the his and her. <laughs> yeah. um, so, uh, you know, it's amazing you sell both of them, you can travel. <laughs> so we, we realised as we we're travelling that we wanted to build uh, giving back into our business model. So we wanted to have a business model that allowed me to, to travel, work and build giving. So, so we created our company. where So I do um, basically mentoring for just a small number of clients. Um, we handpick our clients. So we pick the clients we want to work with and we work the hours we want to work, which which is for us. We normally work 10 o'clock in the morning to about 2 in the afternoon, Monday to Thursday, Friday morning a little bit, and then Friday afternoon I'm always drunk uh, because it's Friday. Hold on, what day is it now? Friday. Friday (laughs) afternoon. Don't worry, and I'm counting down. I am watching the clock tick as we talk because Tuesday night I'm catching up with a friend for drinks. Before we go, Wayne, I've heard, I've seen on social media that you've been um, doing a bit of work actually with some of the B1G1 businesses and foundations. But I just want to preface the discussion right now by saying, you know, coming back to one of the things that I thought was amazing about B1G1, and I found B1G1 at a time when I was really looking for something deeper out of my business and that we could participate in. But I was looking at a way that I could could do it that 
we could get involved in, uh, I guess, projects that we really felt were making a difference in the world, but without taking too much of focus away from the business. And I, I think this is one thing many business owners, particularly for SMEs, are really so caught in the day-to-day and really have these ideas that they want to do something deeper, but no time to think about it. And and the beauty about B1G1 for me, from my own perspective, is that it's an amazingly clever platform, but also easy for business owners to use and to incorporate giving in their everyday business. And and we'll talk in a moment about what some of those ideas are, because I think it's useful for business owners to have a, a few ideas about how it can actually, what does that mean? What does incorporating it in a business mean? But let's talk a little bit about your perspective on it all and your involvement as well. So my involvement initially was probably different in the one respect because my involvement was probably four or five years ago when I was back working at another company. So I was just an employee. And so I was, I found B1G1 and I just did giving. I was just giving by the B1G1 platform because I found it kind of like really easy. I wanted to have a big impact. One, I think fundamentally one of the things you've got to clarify with B1G1 is it is all of the worthy causes uh, with B1G1 get audited by B1G1. So it's not easy to become a B1G1 worthy cause, e.g. an NGO or charity. Uh, it means that like the dollar that I give, that dollar goes all the way through to the end recipient. Now, Typically, with charities and that, a dollar, normally maybe 20 cents might get to the end person, the person in need. And especially the big ones, they're really significant overheads. So um, uh, the Sami and Paul, um, um, both, you know, B1 covers all the, the administration costs and all that internally themselves and absorb that. And one of the things is that I knew that instead of, you know, you see it on the streets in Melbourne and nearly anywhere in Sydney and that, you know, these people trying to collect money for you. And the problem is they're getting paid to do that and that comes out of your donation. And, by, you know, you might subscribe to whatever fund it is, but only maybe 10 cents or 20 cents goes to the end recipient. What I loved about their model was everything gets to the end recipient. So that ticked it for me. So I started just doing my giving as a personal side. And then I was struggling uh, to figure out how to build it into my business model. I do mentor. Or I do every time I mentor someone, I give them some money. Well, I need to do two clients, <laughs> two givings. Job done. Please, Wayne, you're yeah, such, a, such a big impact on their company. No. Um, and then I just went, so, uh, so there's lots of ways to build it in, and there's lots of ways in there, you know, like, and you can build it in to differentiate your company. You know, so like the coffee shop model, you know, instead of giving a free coffee away, just give, and it's amazing the impact, like $5 would give water to a child for a year. Big, big impact. That's one coffee. So you could, you know, anything to, diff- I actually use it as, this is now B1G1, probably not approve this, but I, I suggest using B1G1 as a point of differentiation against you, against your competition. This is the classic. So one of the, the companies I mentor They've just done a, a roadshow, an event around three cities. And we decided to make sure people turned up. So we put tickets on it. So, you know, if you pay for the ticket, people turn up. If you make it free, they don't turn up because there's no value associated. Big hints, if the event is free, at least 30% won't come because they haven't had an associated value. 
So what we did was said, if you pay $15, that will give a child access to e-learning for an entire year in India. Wow. Now then, Paul Dunn came back and even said, hey, try this as option B, a second ticket. Oh, by the way, if you want, you can even just pay more if you want, if you want to give more days of learning yourself. So we're going to try that for the next round. I love it. What was great is everybody turned, everybody turned up. Now, we've given 30,000 days of education to children in e-learning this month. That's incredible. And now the client won. Um, the, end, the person that went to the event won. The person that ran the event won. And the child. And it, you know, it was really just a simple change in a business process. All we did was change the business process. I'll throw in there how we, um, one, one of the things in our business is a lot of our business comes in from referral and we've always wanted to thank the people who refer us business, but, you know, it got, we went through, we, we've tried everything, you know, we've done the bottles of wine and the flowers and the handwritten cards, but when we came across B1G1, we turned that into, we now contribute to causes on behalf of our referrers and that can be, you know, providing seed to grow, uh, you know, food for, for people who are starving. That, that can be delivering clean water for people who don't have access to clean water and um, for every new client that comes on board, you know, we do things like provide money to um, businesses in um, in Ethiopia and Tanzania to set up new, new businesses for themselves and it's just amazing the way when you start thinking about it, and we do the whole every email we send we um, you know we give a day of clean water so it's just it's easy once you start thinking about it I think the reality at the end of the day is if you have these underpinnings of values and then you you're having this interaction with your referrers and your new clients suddenly you get this real connection of people who have a similar value. And that's one thing that never occurred to me out of the whole process, but it's opened up so many conversations for me, for people who have, you know, similar underpinnings as I do and as we do here at Aspect Legal. And I think that's the beauty of it, as well as, you know, obviously your ability to do something outside of yourself and outside of consumerism in a way that's easy to integrate into a busy, busy business, you know. There's lots of ways to integrate it and make it very simple. So for the festive season this year, what we did was send an email to all of our clients saying, on your behalf, that we've given access to clean water to a child in Ethiopia. I can't remember what the exact giving was. We did that to a three or 400 clients. And it was really simple. You know, we just did the giving, sent the email. Every one of them responded back with an email, back to it. And the funny thing is about the 300 emails, you have to go back and go, thank you so much, smiley face. And then the other thing, it's so much fun because you can then do cool things. Like on, um, I don't do webinars anymore, but last year I was doing a lot of webinars. And at the end of the webinar, I'd send an email out allowing people, you, and I'd get, I set up SurveyMonkey and I said, here's five charities. Pick which charity you would like me to do a giving. And so I put the giving into their hands, which is even more powerful because then they had the choice to figure out which giving they wanted to do instead of me being a bit selective. And what was amazing was the range. And I had, you know, 
goats because I love goat, the goat one and then trees and water and e-learning and, and there was some that I just go, wow, I just wouldn't have thought that one would have been so popular. Go figure. We all have our own inherent bias. Everybody's got a bias. I know I'm jealous, but we do. So there's lots of ways that you can incorporate it, the giving it, and then actually now the best is when the client picks because then that magic. I noticed that the magic of that because what was funny is I normally do a webinar and you send an email out afterwards and everybody ignore it. Send an email and allow them to select which giving. All of them opened it. They always, always picked which giving and they always read the email and Wayne still managed to sell a product. That's incredible. I love it. I'm writing that one down. That, that is, that, that's, that's a tip. You need a mentor. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're selling me. You're selling me. <laughs> you had me at the word mentor. <laughs> well, look, Wayne, this has been fabulous. Can I just say a massive thank you for for your time today? The, this has just been fabulous. We'll link through to um, you and, and your mentoring program, and we'll also link through to B1G1 because I think we'll have a lot of listeners here who will be interested. Thank you so much, Joanna. It's been a pleasure speaking to you and lots of laugh and fun. And, and look, people out there, just have, you know, Life is, is short. Just have fun, you know, enjoy it, you know. Hey, you know the way I – here's my one takeaway, you know. Any day you wake up is a bloody good day. Well, that concludes this episode with digital nomad, mentor and philanthropist Wayne Schmidt. Today we talked about the importance of building giving into your business model and how you can go about doing that without taking away focus and attention from your day-to-day business. We also discussed the platform B1G1, or otherwise known as Business for Good, which is an organisation that is close to my heart and something that I'm a massive advocate for. If you're interested to learn more about this topic, you can reach out to Wayne on his website at wayneschmidt.com.au or check out our show notes where we'll link through to his website. There you'll also find a full transcript of this podcast episode if you'd like to read it in more detail. But you also might like to check out B1G1 and the great work they are doing. To do that, just head over to b1g1.com or once again, head over to our show notes and we will link to it from there. I really hope you enjoyed what you heard today. I hope it inspired you um, and hopefully maybe it gave you some great ideas for the future. If you enjoyed this episode, other than obviously taking the action of checking out Wayne or checking out B1G1, you can also subscribe to Talking Law on Apple Podcasts or your favourite podcast player to get notifications straight to your phone whenever a new episode is out. Well, thanks again for listening in. This has been Joanna Oki and Talking Law, a podcast proudly brought to you by our commercial legal practice, Aspect Legal. See you next time. Are you looking for a top quality legal team to assist you in your organisation? Aspect Legal is an innovative commercial legal practice that specialises in providing fast and professional services for their clients. If you'd like to chat about how we might be able to assist you, simply head over to our website at aspectlegal.com.au to book in a time for a free discussion with one of our lawyers. While you are there, you might also like to check out our innovative product, Legal on Tap. 
Our SME version of this product provides a business with access to a team of lawyers to answer questions as they come up in the business. And our large business version also provides this access to our team of lawyers to ask questions, but it also provides a wide range of online-based training in contract law for non-lawyers. Both of these products are available for a ridiculously low monthly price. If you're interested, simply head over to our website at aspectlegal.com.au and check out our legal on-tap pages or head over to our contact page and submit a form to let us know that you would like more information. Thanks for listening to Talking Law. Tune in next time for more smart legal tips and tricks to keep you clear of those legal landmines. If you want to get a download of today's show notes, head over to talkinglaw.com.au. Information in this podcast is general in nature, not legal advice. If you want advice for your business, visit talkinglaw.com.au.